Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, we are brought to you by Toyota, making a powerful statement every time you pull up in the pickup and five changing the game, the all-new Tundra Toyota. Let's go places. Mike Tannenbaum still with us. I'll tell you what, when it was 45 to 1, Brady's odds to win the MVP after he announced his retirement, Vegas was still like, yeah, yeah, okay. 45 to 1. <laughs> uh, we don't believe it. But that was an amazing value because he, you could argue, should have won MVP this year. He came in second. And he's now 9 to 1 since he announced his comeback. So you had five times the value if you would have put 100 bucks on Brady to win MVP when it was 45 to 1. He's tied for the third best odds behind Mahomes and Rodgers. Mahomes seven to one, Rodgers eight to one, Brady nine to one, tied with Josh Allen nine to one. The Bucks went from twenty to one to ten to one to win the Super Bowl, cut in half overnight. I, I'm surprised it's only in half. And ten to one to five to one to win the NFC. So the Rams, Packers, and Niners are ahead of the Bucks. I don't know if they have Brady. Let's see how this the thing Niners? shakes out. Maybe, maybe the Bucks should be number one to win the I don't NFC. See it with the Niners. Mike, what do you think? Well, I, I agree with Jay. Well, like, the Niners, to me, it's just a question mark. Like, Trey Lance, to me, was my favorite quarterback two years. Well, I shouldn't say that. We have taken Trevor Lawrence, but I would have taken him over Zach Wilson. That's not going to happen overnight. So, let's say they're a year away. Then, to me, it's them and the Rams. And, to me, the way, even though Key says they have the greatest scouting department in the history of North American sports. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, like, at some point, because they have so much money and such few players, they have the biggest risk. And to their credit, it worked. Only Robert Woods got hurt. I just think it's hard to sustain that at a championship Okay, level. so so your thesis is, from the previous segment, Mike Tannenbaum, that Rodgers should have signed his contract a week ago because the way Brady structures his deal to take less, Rodgers is going to look bad. The optics will be bad reaching for every dollar. Key countered by saying, all right, Slow down there, GM, trying to, trying to pinch pennies. Take the dough and figure it out. You can always you said that too, Max. Don't just don't <laughs> put it all on me. No <laughs> doubt, Key. 100%. I'm not running from that. But, but, Jay, here's the question then. And, Key, I'll start with you on this. Who has a better chance to go to the Super Bowl? They are on, they are on comparably strong teams. Brady going to take less. Rodgers going to take more. Packers or Bucks? Better chance think- to go to the Super Bowl. I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is a, the reason I believe that is we've seen Aaron Rodgers recently. We saw the 49ers go into the number one seed last football season, upset that one and move on to the NFC championship game. But much like Mike is saying, you can sign players if you have a little bit more money. There's no question about that. On top of that, geographically, where would you rather be? Who would you rather be? Freezing cold or nice weather in Tampa Bay, one of Max thing, I mean one of Mike's things, no tax state, great stadium, great place no to doubt. live, great weather, all everything, day. and you plan with the greatest quarterback of all times. I, for my money, would rather be in Tampa Bay. So if I am a if I here here's here's one for you, uh Tannenbaum. If all of a sudden I'm Jarvis Landry and there is no Antonio Brown. There's Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Scotty Miller, which is the fourth guy. And I'm Landry. Do I look at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers via trade or free agency and say, I'll come play for you 
because I have a chance to really be good in a division with Tom Brady, in a conference with Tom Brady, who certainly continues to get the receivers off that he plays with. Do I take less money? 1,000%. I'm not taking less money, Key. I'm investing in my future because Tom Brady on his worst day is better than Baker Mayfield on his best day. So I'm going to go down there. I'm going to resurrect my career, much the way OBJ left Cleveland, goes out to L.A. and unfortunately gets hurt. But if didn't, he ran the same play, Key. So I think that's a great idea. And I think Jarvis Landry is just going to be one of many guys that's going to say, hey, let me go down there. I got a chance to win a ring. I'll sign a one-year deal, and then I'll take my chances next year. Why can't that be the same with Green Bay? Because it's Geographically, cold. too. Yeah. Just because it's cold? It's cold. And, and there's taxes. Lo- and He's been playing in the cold in Cleveland. He's yeah, but 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 I also but I also I, played in the warm in Miami, I, and he didn't I, have I, a ch- I, choice with Cleveland. I, I just don't want to. I don't want to act like all of a sudden Green Bay is not an attractive place to be. Like you are with Aaron Rodgers, and I know that you can sit up here and say, "Well, last year, look at the way he played." But like, you also, like, I, I still want to bet on Aaron Rodgers. He's yeah, still a lot, one of, a lot of receivers, quarterbacks, but, you, but a lot of receivers see, around the league would love saying. to play with. But Aaron see, Rodgers. you also, but you also gotta it. it you got to also understand, Jay and Mike. You know this. Green Bay, historically, in the free agent market, they don't necessarily go out and attract free agents. I mean, they got Charles Woodson, which was a big one in in the late Reggie White, which started everything in Green Bay. But it's just not a free agent destination, so to speak, much like the Milwaukee Bucks probably in basketball. It just doesn't. Think about it. It came down to the Los Angeles Rams and the Green Bay Packers for OBJ, who played in the cold. He's from no, LA. OBJ's from Louisiana. Yeah, but he has a crib out in LA. He trains in LA every offseason. Yeah, but you got but think about LA. it. But think about it though, Jay. OBJ with Aaron Rodgers or OBJ with Matthew Stafford. OBJ in LA or OBJ in Green Bay. Guess what OBJ said? I'm yeah, going are you to LA. There's no advantage to the warm weather no, I'm kind not, of sexier destination. Not, but if you're talking Mike said something that I thought was really interesting. It depends upon how you're looking at it. He said, Hey, I'm not. You know, I'm not for the bag right now. I'm in, uh, making an investment in my future. So if you're taking a one-year deal, like, all right, that, that's an investment in your future. If that one year is with Aaron Rodgers. It's yeah, but, the same. but 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 so I also get with the Brady. advantage of being yes, yeah, I get the advantage of that too. But, but I, I don't want to just knock that like it's not an the option, loaf of bread. Option. The loaf of bread goes to Devontae Adams. So you got to look at all that. The loaf of bread goes to everybody in Tampa. The loaf of bread only goes to Devontae Adams in Green Bay. Brady spread they it not, around more, you mean. Yeah, they're not getting ready to pay Devontae Adams $25 million a year for him to be a three-catch guy. But not wait, gonna Mike, is part of your argument that you're more likely to win with Brady if you're, say, uh, uh, um, Jarvis Landry, because since Brady will take less money than Aaron Rodgers will ostensibly take this, you know, coming up, it, as Jarvis Landry, you also have more good players around 100%. you in Tampa. Yeah, and Tom Brady's made a lot of players a lot of money for a long time yeah. because of that they're going to have a chance to win. And look, Green Bay's not going anywhere because once they have Aaron Rodgers. But my point is, Green Bay's roster is going to look a lot different by the end of the week. They're going to bring back some of those players, not all of them. And that's why, like to me, if I'm Jarvis Landry and I had to sign a one-year deal, again, I'm not saying it has to be Tampa. Like I said, OBJ just did a great job. But I would take my chances in Tampa because I have a better chance to win than in Green you, Bay. Plus, with no state income tax, it's a better place. It's just it's and the warm weather. Wait, but you know something? Wait, come this conversation turns out, I feel like we're making Aaron Rodgers be like he's a selfish guy for going for the money. That that just that restricts Green Bay from doing everything. No, but it makes. Like, it, I don't, don't want to push that narrative because I don't think that's the case. But, it, but it's not. Se- it's it's 
it's a miscalculation, if I'm getting this right, Mike, by Aaron, even if he is self-interested. It's a miscalculation for him because there's more upside if it's a small percentage of what you're making in the end, actually, and you have 200-plus million, small price to pay for, for greatness, you know, to, well, we to don't try exactly to win a We don't know that yet, right? He hasn't really signed the contract. Right. No, no, he, he hasn't, so. but the rumors are circulating out there about his potential deal, so people are having that conversation. Mike T just gave I, me the biggest grin. <laughs> I think, I think you know he's, the he still can sign great players. There's no question about it. It goes back to the scouting department for me. Can you find the right guys for the right price and the right value? But I keep, think Jason Light has been able to do that in Tampa Bay. Keep they in mind, continue Key, to do it. Keep in mind, but to Key's point, Mike, Tom Brady, one of the reasons he left New England was because he's giving up the money, at least by my lights. He's giving up the money. And Belichick is a great GM, great coach, but everyone hits dry spots here and there. Had a couple of years where they didn't draft well, and they didn't, so, and they didn't sign free agents that would help Brady. So Brady's looking at, at, at Belichick like, hold on. I'm taking less money, and I don't have anything around me. I got to get out of here, right? Like, that's part of you. Key's right. You got to hit on these picks. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, that's why my concern is with the Rams. Like, they're not going to bat 1,000, and that's why I don't think their model is as sustainable as others. That's all. But with that said, I think we're looking at a Ram-Buccaneer NFC Championship game, and I think by the end of the week, guys, Dallas and Green Bay is behind those two other teams, and I think it's not by a small margin. Mm. Keyshawn J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance, coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. We'll get a quarterback's reaction to Tom Brady's return, plus another quarterback on the trade block. That could also be headed to the (laughs) NFC South. (laughs) And Gettleman's not the Giants' problem anymore. We're building. As soon as he said (laughs) quarterback. Oh, killed me. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Tom Brady just tweeted, I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa, unfinished business, LFG. Brady is back, baby! We heard the Tampa Bay Buccaneers say at the Combine last week that they were going to leave the light on for Tom Brady. Well, it's a good thing they left the lights on. Tom Brady found his way back in, and he'll be back with the Buccaneers this season. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max brought to you by Mako. With Mako and their magic, your car's no longer tragic. If life throws you uh uh-ohs, just say, 
Better get Mako. And go to Mako.com to get an online estimate today. Dan Orlovsky with us now. Good morning, Dan. What's up, stud? What How up, Dio? Yeah, hey, you What's little up, swimmer. Look at you, looking like Damn. you belong in a John Travolta movie Ooh. with your shirt unbuttoned. And <laughs> no, look at a, him. That's a fitted shirt. Dan looks right. Look, look at right, Dan Dio. looks fitted, too. You look right, baby. Yeah. One more button, Dan. I need one more button. Drop it. One more button, baby. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's go. So hey, you got to open no it up. To do that. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to do that. All it's right. March, key. Beat cheese and waste for no, buddy, bro. Uh, I see you. I see you. I need to, to I need ready. to get on your plan, though, in a minute. Yeah, for sure. Mm, but but you know fun. what Dan's plan is, right, Key? Dan just doesn't eat for half the day. I and need then, to like, get on it. Whatever, whatever it Here's is, I thing. need to get on he, it. Here's my thing, Key. When was the last time you ate breakfast and you were like, dude, that was so good? Breakfast I don't is overrated. Oh, every exactly. day. I love breakfast. Yeah. Exactly. Well, we got something called the, the Grande Burrito here. It's game changer. Oh. Let oh. me let me get really dinner. Bad. Let me get dinner. I oh, gorge myself right. at dinner. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on Tom Brady coming out of retirement, Dan? Who else is coming? That's that's where my mind goes, is who who's coming with him? Because my initial reaction, Max, was uh, he's coming back, but he ain't playing for Tampa Bay because that team last year was old and injured, and they have 20-plus free agents. You know, and it started with Ryan Jensen coming back. So my mind goes to, well, if Ryan Jensen is back, can they get Alex Kappa back out of retirement? Or, excuse me, in free agency, can they get Ali Marpet, their starting guard, back out of retirement? Does Gronk come back? What's Chris Godwin's health? Does Leonard Fournette come back? What about Ronald Jones uh, and Dominic Sue? JPP, Carlton David, they've got so many big-named free agents. They don't really have a starting tight end or a starting tailback right now. So I would imagine a lot of these conversations have already had, given if Tom Brady is going to come back, he's not going to come back to a team that is depleted with talent. So I would imagine most of those guys are doing everything they can alongside with the Buccaneers to kind of get them back and the reality is this and I think it's important to remind everybody this team lost on the last play of the game to the team that won the Super Bowl in the Rams last year they were very close given even their age and the injuries and then I think the second thing Max is man this puts so much pressure on Green Bay over the next week to 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 the draft I mean they've got to be so aggressive because I would say right now in the NFC it's the Rams Green Bay in Tampa Bay, but I think in four days, by the end of this week, that could all be completely flipped, and we could be saying Tampa Bay, again, is the team to beat in the NFC, given what happened in free agency, Rams, given what happened in free agency, and then potentially the Green Bay Packers. Mm. We, were, we were talking about this before, Dio, Ali Marbet, actually, um, I think he's not going to come out of retirement because he's staying some mental health issues, but I... I am curious, Mike Tannenbaum was on our show earlier and was talking about the fact that how this looks optically for Green Bay uh, and and a guy like Aaron Rodgers that he's asking for so much money. Meanwhile, Tom Brady historically has asked for less money so they can complete out the roster. Ki and Max kind of combated that conversation about well, he should still be able to get his money if he would like. Where are you on that whole thing about can Aaron <laughs> Rodgers get his money? Does that hinder Kick Green Bay? Kick the what can to do? down the road, man. Yeah, like, I, I think, first of all, and I love Mike T, we don't know what Aaron's numbers are. Those, those are all reports that are assumptions, and Aaron has yeah. come out and said that's not true given what mm. the initial contract was. So we don't know how much Aaron is making officially. We don't know how much that is spread out over a certain amount of years. So I think that's the first thing. Second of all, there is a truth. There is a reality to 
when you are the highest paid player in your football team, usually the quarterback, if you choose to take a little bit less than you probably can, it does give other guys the opportunity to stay a part of your football team. Tom Brady has notoriously done that. I think there's been a couple quarterbacks that have notoriously done that. They just have won seven Super Bowls. So uh, I'm, I'm in the camp that Aaron Rodgers is probably underpaid given what he has earned for their football team. Um, I still believe it is the front office's job to figure out ways to manipulate the cap, manipulate exactly. your roster. Exactly. Hey, also, draft well. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, here's the thing. A lot of times in these situations, guys go, well, the quarterback should take a little bit less to help. No, how about your general manager hits on his picks? Exactly. Not easy. Hey, Dan, I, 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 that's all I've been saying for the longest. <laughs> Kick the can down the damn road, and your scouting department and your general manager hit on the damn picks. Right. But don't but sometimes don't try to come to my that star way. quarterback and tell my star quarterback to take less money so we can sign some bum that you drafted or some bum in free agency that's not helping us. Right. I'm, I, I don't like that. And I'm not that's why sure. I get fired up about it. Yeah, Keen, I don't want to pretend that it's easy. I, I, I've never done that job. I can't fathom how hard it is. But it is not the quarterback's job, certainly a Hall of Famer like Aaron Rodgers, to take less money because you aren't good enough at yours. And I think that's the reality is, you know, it, it, Aaron is coming back Look, to win a Super Bowl. Tom's winning coming back to win a Super Bowl. It puts pressure on their general managers to hit on their picks and, point, and impactful Max, players. To that Dan point. Max, to, to that as, point. I, as I always say, Dan and Max, the Rams sure figure out how to do it consistently. Yeah. Since they've been in L.A., all they've done – is recycle, repay guys. They're getting ready to pay Matthew Stafford a boatload, and they're getting ready to pay Aaron Donald a boatload. Both of those guys will be, mark this down, in the top five. Well, one will be number one in Aaron Donald, but Matthew Stafford will be at the top five at the quarterback position when he does his new deal. To, to that point, mm-hmm. Brady, one of the reasons he left New England is because he was giving up money and Belichick wasn't hitting on draft picks for a minute and didn't have people around him and wasn't spending the money right either. Where do you think the best landing spot, now that he charges will not be brought against Deshaun Watson, criminal charges, uh, it looks like he can be back on the field sooner than at least I anticipated. Where do you think the best landing spot for him is, Dan? New Orleans Saints. I think if the New Orleans Saints get Deshaun Watson, they automatically become Super Bowl contenders with that defense. Uh, And now that Michael Thomas is back. I don't think we can ever have a conversation about Deshaun Watson without overstate or understate. No, you can't overstate this. You better be sure organizationally that you can absorb everything that is going to come with Deshaun Watson and the potential of signing him. It better be your owner. It better be your head coach, your general manager, the people, the human beings within your organization that are ready and capable of absorbing what's going to come with Deshaun Watson. That is that is a reality, okay? It better be your locker room and its leadership. That being said, strictly speaking on the field, this guy is a top five player at the position, okay? He is absolutely lights out. If I was the Houston Texans, there's a 0% chance he stays in the AFC. Zero. You are not staying in that conference over the next decade. So then it narrows me down to the NFC teams. I think everybody in the NFC minus six teams should be calling. I think the only six teams that should not call Houston and figure out what the potential cost is are Dallas, the Rams, Tampa Bay, Chicago, Green Bay, and now Minnesota because of Kirk. Everybody else should be calling and seeing what the cost is. And if there was one team that I sat here and said, 
dude, they get him and they become immediate contenders, it's the New Orleans Saints. See, I like I like the Pittsburgh Steelers for a lot of what you said, right? The locker room, the culture, things of that sure. nature. They went through something similar with Ben Roethlisberger many years ago. They mm-hmm. figured mm-hmm. out how to weather that storm, right? And then on top of that, you know who Mike Tomlin is. Mike Tomlin is a stand-up guy. The Rooney family clearly is one of the leading forces of the National Football League. The Rooney Rule was named after the Rooneys. They they put their money where their mouth is. You see that yeah. they did. They brought in Coach Flores to be an assistant when he was let go of the Miami Dolphins. I think I understand what you're saying about the AFC, but because of the tr- no-trade clause, Houston Texans don't have any opportunity. They got to get rid of this. They, it's time for the Houston Texans to move on and turn the page on Deshaun Watson. So trying to figure out, oh, keep him out of the AFC, it doesn't matter. Get what you can for him, as much as you can, from whoever you can, and turn the page to the next thing, Max. That is what they need to do. Now, the New Orleans Saints, Dan, now I'm obviously biased because of my nephew, and I want to see him get the best quarterback available. That would be a great landing spot, great culture down there. People around there, you know, it's a it's a black city. They can put, wrap their arms around the situation. All of that is extremely important because this is very, very delicate. Like Dan said, when you're dealing yeah. with this, the owner needs to sign off. The owner's wife needs to sign off. The owner's children's need to sign off before you even get to the general manager. Dan Orlovsky, ladies and gentlemen. Dan, always great to hear from you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you, D.O. Just giving it up, giving it up. I'm Dan. I miss my guy. I miss my guy, Key. <laughs> so I'm not going to lie. When I, look, when I see myself in the box, I'm like, this shirt's too tight. Yeah, yeah but you're in shape, it, it man. Just it's it's wrong with that. I wouldn't call it tight, Dan. I would say fitted. It's yeah, fitted. your shoulders, yeah. though, man. Your shoulders yeah. is fitted. You're showing off a dance and shape. Yeah, Dan's in shape. You He's say? showing off a little bit. It's okay. My, You're showing what off. What did you a say bit. about my shoulders, Key? Man, your shoulders is like this. I mean, like <laughs> Bro, seriously. I, <laughs> I got my ten-year-old son who looks like me, and I just look at him like, "Sorry, bro. He looks like me. He's slow. He's not strong. He ain't got no muscle." And Put he looks at me, way. tries so hard. I'm like, if "Bro, he, I got nothing for you." If he looks you, like you, you and he can play oh. 13 years in the National Football League, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. buying in. I'm, oh, yeah. I'm buying in. I don't give a damn. I don't give a damn if you threw a thousand interceptions. I don't care. You played in the league. His dad played quarterback in the NFL. Get out of here. Stop comparing your life to the 1%. Compare it to the other 99% that you've been able to get by. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle auto, home, or motorcycle insurance. Visit Progressive.com. So it is the day after Selection Sunday. We're going to tell you the players to watch in the NCAA tournament. Plus, another milestone for the GOAT. Five down flex. Five down flex. Jay's got five fingers up. That only means one thing. It's time to run the point. All right, let's come out and let's do this. We're going to kick things off with number five. At five. Here are some names you need to pay attention to in the NCAA tournament that's going to start actually tomorrow night with the play-in game. Uh, we actually have two names. First name I, get, I gave to you earlier, Jaden Ivey. He reminds me a little bit of Russell Westbrook, uh, but actually with a jump shot. I'm talking more mentality-wise, though. Plays for Purdue. Purdue's in the East region, and you're going to see Purdue go against the likes of Yale in the first round. They face the winner of Texas and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech won the ACC tournament. They beat Duke, my team. They're a really good team, too, as well. But Jaden Ivey, I'm just trying to tell you, has his strength, has the size, has the moxie. 
And the way Purdue plays with their bigs, the inside-out combination, he is special. The second name, Jabari Smith of Auburn, 6'10", averaging 17.3 points per game, 7.2 rebounds as well. Uh, Bruce Pearl, we will have him on our show tomorrow. And look, Auburn is a team that can go far in the tournament. They're playing in the Midwest bracket. And look, he's a guy that can make shots inside and out, can be utilized in a pick-and-pop scenario, can finish strong at the rim, and shoots 44% from the three-point line. That's number five. At four. Four, I'm just going to give love to him at 73 years old or 73 years young. I like to salute Greg Popovich. Pop breaks Don Nelson's NBA record for most wins in a regular season. Did it last Friday against the Utah Jazz at home. I got a chance to play USA basketball for Pop. He is not only a game changer in the game of basketball, you can put him in the GOAT conversation for all of his accolades, winning championships, but just one of the realest individuals you will ever meet and not afraid to tell you what's on his mind. Just check out every kind of interview he does. Always speaks with venom, always speaks with purpose and intent. Love you, Pop. Thank you for everything you've done for me and for the game of basketball. That's four. At three. At three. Family feud. KG got his number retired. You saw him, Ray Allen, all at the Boston Celtics arena, talking, showing love. But it poses a different type of conversation. I'm glad that him, Paul Pierce, Ray Allen, they won a championship together. They can come together and get over that hump. Obviously, with Ray Allen leaving, going down to Miami caused a lot of, you know, frustration. It caused a rift between these guys. What was the Boston Celtics? Were they the right team to retire KG's number? Minnesota, what are we doing? Retire KG's number. That's the big ticket. He won an MVP with you, Minnesota. Let's bring KG back and retire his number where it should have been retired. That's number three. Kevin Garnett's jersey being retired in Boston is part of the Monday Morning Roundup brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone. AutoZone. At 2. 7-Eleven. No, you're not going for a Slurpee, but you're going to get the real deal from Kevin Durant because yesterday he put on the show. My coach used to always say to me, Jay, one man can't beat five. I watched one man beat five. I watched KD drop 53 points, six rebounds, and nine assists to single-handedly pretty much beat the New York Knicks. They were throwing double teams at him. It didn't matter. He gave the ball up. He got it back. He was still knocked down a big-time three. And then the 11 parties, Kyrie Irving sitting courtside two nights in a row, whether it was Duke losing to Virginia Tech, in ACC final, he was sitting courtside. And then KD, uh, Kyrie buying his own ticket to sit courtside against Kevin Durant. And then walking out with KD, Max and I will continuously argue about the private sector mandate and about whether Kyrie Irving should be allowed to play or not. Get ready for that because that's going to be colossal and polarizing conversation down the stretch. That's number two. And running point. Just going to give love and respect to him. I mean, look, a lot of people love to take this conversation and turn it into something polarizing. Oh, you're hating. If you happen to kind of go back and forth about whether LeBron James... Yeah, you're hating. You're not. Because you're putting him against LeBron James, against Michael Jordan, for the greatest player to ever live. So even if he does fall number two for some people or number one, the fact that he's in that conversation, I think speaks volumes about LeBron James. And he just reached the 10K plateau in points, rebounds, and assists. I have to say this. When it's all said and done, I think LeBron James will end up being top five in every statistical category. But why is that hate? (laughs) See, people like Key turn into that kind of conversation. Is he one or two? 
isn't it's well, not. he could be. I mean, Kareem is, is in there he, too. How about this? How about how about this? You ready for this? He's one of one. He's in his own lane. Michael Jordan's one of one. He's in his own lane. So there you go. Yeah, Kareem, no, Bill Russell, Kareem, Bill Russell. Yeah. They're all one of ones. They're yeah, all in their own lanes. I'm I'm joking, but what I did, what you did, miss for me, is I, I what you helped me understand though, is KG's numbers not retired in Minnesota, but it is for a team that he won a championship with, but he only played six years, and not for the team that he basically turned the franchise into something that was amazing. I, that's weird. And then you never mentioned Kyrie's damn jacket, man. What y'all doing? What you doing, Jay? Kyrie's oh. jacket. I don't ask. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know where that's it is. That's your guy from Duke. Hey, man, I just had two kids in three and a half years, man. I'm not up on the fashion game. <laughs> yeah. I'm more up on Paul Patrol than I'm more up on Paul Patrol than I am on the fashion game right now. Paul Patrol. Yeah. I get that jacket might cost $600,000 or something, but damn, yeah. Kyrie, come on, man. Come on. Doing, doing too much. LeBron is the only player, by the way, in NBA history to have 10,000 points, rebounds, and assists. That's Incredible is brought to you by My Computer Career, training for a better life. By the way, you can play along with us and download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to fill out your brackets. Filling out brackets with ESPN is free and easy. Free and easy. The ESPN Tournament Challenge is presented by WebEx. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about the... Uh, I don't know about Kyrie's jacket, but man, I've seen Westbrook. A whole bunch of people show up to you know. It's it's a it's like you know, it's a, Max. It's a fashion any, show like the runway. Ma- hey, if you know anything, Max, you know that damn jacket ugly. That's what you do know. <laughs> yeah, but that's no, a, okay. Hey, I ain't afraid it, to tell him I come game, to his face. But his yeah, game that jacket is so ugly. pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah I ain't talking so about his game. Pretty. I'm but talking once, about that jacket. Once you get to runway type fashion. All of it's like conceptual. You wouldn't wear any of it in real life, but these dudes wear it. Pre-game and two games. Yeah, like that tour stuff he, ain't really it. That's he, not it. No. He don't care. He making it work for him. Let him live. Key, stop hating. I'm, I'm not hating. It's ugly. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you like it's the ugly. I think it's okay. Oh, okay. So, so you, you don't want to be, you don't want to trend. So you don't want to say, but, but, it's but ugly. no, but no. Key, but I also like, you know, being born and raised in Jersey. Like I dress differently. Like. Mm. You're in LA. You like to wear a flip flop. Oh, so that's a Jersey thing. It's 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 kind of a New York it's thing. Absolutely it's New York a Jersey thing. thing. Oh, it's a Sorry, Jersey Jay. thing. Okay. All right. Well, I get. Okay. Okay. All right, man. I will stand down. Still ugly though. It's, yeah, it's not uptown or something like that. I mean, that's like I don't know if he a pimp I think it's fly. or he, uh, uh, man. I guess. I think it's fly. It's a jacket. Lots of stuff going on there. All yeah, right. So I don't even know how what to make of it. But okay, tell me anything. So, key some of the stuff I seen Russell wear out there in L.A. Yeah, I ain't never said I. Hey, hey, I ain't never hey said now. wearing a. Uh, 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 I seen Russ at the Met Gala now. Yeah, I was about to say okay. I ain't said you know that that's cool, <laughs> but you know people show up like in bibs and stuff like that. <laughs> Tom Brady's back in Tampa. I do know that. So what's next for the Bucks? Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Tom Brady just tweeted, I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. Unfinished business, LFG. Brady is back, baby! We heard the Tampa Bay Buccaneers say at the Combine last week that they were going to leave the light on for Tom Brady. Well, it's a good thing they left the lights on. Tom Brady found his way back in, and he'll be back with the Buccaneers this season. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, presented by Progressive Insurance. We're brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Get the $45 Silver Unlimited plan from Straight Talk Wireless. And we are joined now by Jenna Lane, ESPN Bucks reporter. Hey, Jenna, what's going on? Good morning to you guys. Obviously a crazy 24 hours on this end with the Bucks bringing back Tom Brady. I, I talked to Bruce Arians briefly, and he just said, the attitude with this whole town has just changed completely overnight. Did Tampa Bay know that this was coming at all? Did they just keep it in their back pocket and say nothing? It's interesting because two weeks ago at the NFL Combine, GM Jason Light said that they would leave a light on for Brady just in case. But there wasn't a lot of optimism that he would come back. In fact, Bruce Arians said that he thought that Brady had closed the door on a possible return because of the reasons that he retired, mainly family. And you saw when Brady announced that he was returning, he said he could not do this without the support of his family. It wasn't until a few days ago that Light said that they felt like they had a realistic chance of getting him back. So, Jenna, how close were the Bucks to actually acquiring another QB? You know, they did their due diligence on a number of guys. I know Teddy Bridgewater was actually second, their second choice two years ago when Brady signed with the Buccaneers. If, if they weren't able to get him, he was going to be the guy they went to. But, of course, he went to Carolina pretty early on. Uh, I know they still liked him. They also did their due diligence on Deshaun Watson. They were paying attention to what happened in his legal proceedings on Friday, and they were able to get some clarity in that situation. They still needed ownership, though, to ultimately sign off on it. Jenna, now that the Bucks have landed the biggest free agent prize in Tom Brady that they could imagine and think of because he's coming back to the team, what more is, is in the mix for the Bucks in free agency? Well, the dominoes already started to fall yesterday. In fact, before Brady even announced that he was coming back, he got on the phone with Senator Ryan Jensen, who is set to become an unrestricted free agent. And he told him, I'm coming back. And Jensen signed a new deal, three years, $39 million last night. And now, of course, they're going to try to keep the rest of that offensive line intact. Alex Kappa set to become an unrestricted free agent. Uh, they've already lost Ali Marpet to retirement. I think it's going to be tough, though, to get Kappa back with Jensen already back because Kappa should be able to get a pretty penny on the open market. They're also going to try to re-sign cornerback Carlton Davis. It'll be interesting to see what his market looks like because he missed five games this past year. Jordan Whitehead, their safety. I know they're going to want him back if the price is right. Leonard Fournette, I think right now the two might be a little bit bit far apart. We'll see how much he's able to get on the market. 
But they're going to try to get as many of their guys back as they possibly can to try to keep this core of this roster intact, although they've acknowledged it's not going to be like last year where they're able to return all 22 starters. Jenna, what's the, I got a chance to do a Super Bowl conference, and I, I did it with, with Gronk, and we were talking about whether he wants to actually retire, come back and play, who would he come back and play for, it could have been the Bills. Obviously, this sets a new kind of tone for Gronk. Have you been hearing anything about Gronk potentially coming back with Tampa Bay? I haven't yet, and it's important to note that Gronk said at the end of the season his status would not be tied to Tom because at that point there were rumblings that Tom would possibly retire, and he said that he'd be open to returning to the Bucks even if Brady didn't, and he would also look at, at some of his options elsewhere. So I know he's going to want to weigh his decisions, or weigh his options, I should say, but this certainly does uh, sound encouraging for a possible return for Gronk. I know how much those guys just love playing together. They have such a history together. Uh, it, it's like they don't even need to, words don't even need to be said between the two of those guys. They just are always on the same wavelength. They're always on the same page. Now that Tom Brady is in the fold again as a Tampa Bay Buccaneer, you know, there's rumors swirling around in the offseason throughout the course of the season that Bruce Arians and Brady might not have been on the same page. Is there some kissing to be made up by both of these guys before they move on? It's interesting because when I had watched practices and and talked to members of the coaching staff at that time during the season, I I didn't really necessarily – get a sense that there was friction with them. But then after the season ended and after Brady retired, I did hear some of those rumblings. I'll tell you this, Bruce Arians, it's very important for him to have an open line of communication with his quarterback. The same thing with Byron Leftwich. So I know if there was any problem, they would want to hear about it and they would want to have some discussions about that. So I'm certain that if there is friction, that those discussions will be had if they haven't already. Jenna Lane, ESPN Bucks reporter. And uh, she uh, guests from time to time on This Just In, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN TV. Handsome host. Handsome host, absolutely. And Jenna, always an excellent contributor. Thank you, Jenna. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jenna. Thank you. Thanks. So, guys, there you heard it. Um, what, what, do you, what do you guys say? What do you make of the reports of friction between Tom Brady and Bruce Arians? It's going to always be, man, look, man. Nothing is rosy in this business, right? I mean, you're going to always have butt heads. It doesn't matter who it is. It's just that's the reality of it. Um, I don't think that they've got to do kissy-kissy and make up. I think it's a conversation of, look, here's where we're trying to go. Here's what we're trying to do. Okay, coach, here's what I want to do. Okay, Tom, I get you. Let's, let's sit down and talk. I think that's what it is. But when a person throws a certain attitude and then somebody gets it or they look at their body language – the thing just is like a wildfire. It just it catches and it goes. And I think there's some truth to it, but I don't think it's damaging to the point of no return. Yeah, yeah, I would agree with you. I also think, you know, from what I've heard, and I've talked to a lot of people around the situation, I think Tom put a lot of effort into Antonio Brown as well. And I, I think the way that maybe, you know, my thing key is when you know people, you also know how people can be triggered, right? And I think the way maybe Bruce Arians handled that situation triggered something. That's interesting. I think there's a lot of just personality traits and how you manage other people's personalities that could be interesting from Tom Brady's perspective. That's interesting. Bruce Arians is a good coach, but he's not to coaching what Tom Brady is to quarterbacking. So you would think, hey, Bruce Arians, just get with the program. 
I will say, I thought he's pushed publicly all the right buttons with Brady. When he first got there, he held Brady accountable publicly. I'm sure they had conversations on the side, right? But he was, he like was critical of Tom Brady publicly at press conferences, which helps set the tone. Look, I can criticize Tom Brady. I can criticize all of you. And then when Brady had the brain freeze in Chicago, Bruce Arians covered for him and lied for him, right? And Brady backed Arians up by backing up the lie and covering for mm-hmm. Arians. He's, and there were other examples, too, I felt, where, like where Arians publicly seemed to have his finger on the pulse just the right way. I, so, so your explanation of the A-B situation makes sense to me, Jay. Mm-hmm. Maybe, Key, it was something like that. We got like 30 seconds. Yeah, may, maybe, but but when you get to be Brady's age and, and play as long as you, as long as he's played, nothing bothers you. It's like uh, whatever, coach is just running his mouth. Brady and LeBron, both of them, seem to be on some next Jedi type, super veteran level in terms of the IQ in their sports. And even if physically they show a little sign of slowing down, not really much, they are arguably still the best players in their sports. Much more on Brady's return and why nobody should really be surprised. That's next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Matt's The Podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.